Hello, everybody. This is Paul Crawford, and welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business Podcast. I'm on with Norman L. Kensi III, the co-founder and CEO of Lift of Agent. Thank you so much, Norman, for being in the show. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate it as well. And uh, sorry, our uh, our other host is isn't feeling so well. So hopefully, he he feels better soon. Yeah, Darwin. Yeah, Darwin. Yeah, hoping he he will be feel better soon. Hoping that one. And yeah, let's start this one. Um, Norman, can you tell us about the history and background of your business? Yeah, most definitely. So Liftoff Agent has been around going on eight to nine years. Uh, we started the company out of a master bedroom and uh, basically wanted to serve an industry and not knowing kind of who and what I was going to do. Um, I had a project that I was working on and basically this project was going to be a like a postcard. It was like a like almost like a pamphlet. There was going to be the ambassador of Livion coming out to San Francisco. A friend of mine, her um, colleague, so they were working like a bank, and her colleague, who is a bank manager, had this connection to the ambassador of Livion and this like gala they were going to do. And then I ended up taking on the project. So I went on to Craigslist, I was scouting, looking for workers or someone that can help with the development of the postcard in this brochure. So found a couple of different people, then ended up stumbling upon Smith Chung and he had Smith Chung designs and he had some of the best designs and he was the best on price. So I was like, okay. Um, so we worked on the project together. I was doing various different in and out type jobs as an entrepreneur, just trying to figure things out, whether it was posting things online, selling things for my friends or, um, you know, you name it. I was doing dog walking and chores and cleaning and just, I had this little personal assistance company and no idea what I was doing. I was just like, I'll work with everybody. I didn't have a niche. So that's when I stumbled upon um, a boutique brokerage that had a bunch of real estate professionals, 350. Um, mm-hmm. And I ended up calling almost all of them, 350 of them, to then basically, I think there was like 450 agents, but I called 350 to find out what these real estate professionals were going through before coming up with liftoff or a company or a service. And they said, we want to be different from our colleagues. We want to have control from broker to broker, and we want the same support as a top performing real estate professional. Fast forward, come to find out real estate professionals don't have a marketing degree. They don't have a business degree. 90% of real estate professionals only do 10% of the business, which means the top 10% of real estate professionals are doing 90% of the business. So right now in the marketplace, we have low inventory, high interest rates right now in the industry. Now what happens with that is, is that you have now a surplus of agents and not enough inventory to be able to serve all these agents, right? So um, now, eight years later, after calling those 350 agents, crafting up a solution, understanding where our partnership stopped and started with my now co-founder, Smith Chung, of the organization, um, I've now probably met six to 7,000 agents. We probably have transacted and served about probably about two to 3,000, and we have just shy of 150 agents in 12 states currently and a team of 10 at liftoff. The goal is to get to 250 at the end of the year. Uh, the five-year goal is I would like it to be, uh, we want about um, top line 5,000 agents, and then in 10 years, we want about uh, 5,000 agents, and we charge anywhere from 200 a month, 800 a month, to say 2,200 a month. And if we were just to be at 800 a month with 15,000 agents, that would put us at $136 million worth of revenue on an annual basis. And if we sold the company at a 3X multiple, we could sell the company for $400 million. So my goal is wow. to innovate the industry, right? And take it to a whole other level. So then we kicked off a podcast. 
to go deeper, to have relationships. And I've interviewed 295 people on the podcast. And then we have our event called What's Next for Real Estate. And so that takes podcast guests, clients, puts them into a room so we can all vibe and and have some fun and and, and do more with that. Because uh, as much as I'm an opportunist hermit, I'm someone that likes to be by myself. I'm kind of working in this office right now by myself. A lot of my team are in different places of the world. Um, I also love to be um, in front of a crowd of people. I love to motivate. I love to serve. I like to show up and support and uh, give positive yeah. energy and vibes. So that's us in a nutshell. I like that. I like that one. And um, Norman, I just wanted to know, can you walk us through about your strategy um, for your business? Yeah, most definitely. So, for the strategy of the business, you know, we talked a little bit about real estate professionals. We talked about how they don't have a marketing degree. They don't have a business degree. So when you think about strategy and you think about serving this real estate industry, it's a niche market. There's only 1.5 million real estate right. professionals across the country. It's not like having a digital agency that creates, you know, websites and branding and logo and, and all the things for any type of business owner. It's specifically, we're looking for, say, uh, the top 10% that does 90% of the business that are real estate professionals across the country. And you're talking what? Maybe 5%, 10%, maybe out of the 15, uh, 1.5 million agents. So the strategy with us is, is to really be able to go deeper with, uh, we do passive prospecting on YouTube. We do social media marketing. We do, uh, outreach for, uh, podcast opportunities, IG live opportunities. And we also, um, have referral partnership programs with our clients. So we actually give, um, anyone that refers to us gets, uh, 10% after the first referral goes 20% and then 30%. Oh. So we'll take 40% of, uh, our startup costs is 2,500, $3,000 and $5,000 plus some add-ons. So someone can spend $6,500 with us one time fee, uh, for a scale up client actually just got done with a client like that who's going to be paying us either, uh, it's a $30,000 contract or paying us at least $2,600 on a monthly basis. And so we basically are now forming these relationships and the strategy is helping these agents first and foremost, be able to find their foundation and build their foundation. So it's, so it's deliberate, it's focused and it's around marketing to their ideal buyer, seller or area that they serve. The second step is when the foundation is done, help them get clear about what content they need to film so we can passively market and prospect to then save them time, right? So the ROI is based yes. off of time savings. And then the last piece of the puzzle is, how do I see return from passively prospecting and putting videos out there? So then basically the strategy is the agent to be able to see return on investment within 90 days of following the process. And we also run some light ads around the videos and around the listing promotion that we do. But uh, but that's the strategy to then serve the agent, like to reach out to the agent, to build the know, like, and trust. But then also when they get into the ecosystem, that next step is is to be able to make sure we set the right um, expectations. I think a lot of business owners don't set the right expectations. Right. And and that's an issue, right? If you don't set the expectations when someone signs up for your services, then that can cause an issue because then th- there's, oh, what do you think about our services? Why are you canceling? What's going on? Oh, I don't know. I just want to cancel. Oh, well, maybe there wasn't the right expectation set. And it might lose their trust or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And for this now, um, and what's going on with your, um, business? How did you actually adapt that the, you know, this changes in your industry over the years? Yeah. Norman. So, uh, so, so great, uh, great question. And it's been very interesting. We'll go back to, um, COVID. So, yes, sir. Uh, COVID is a good one, right? So basically I meet my wife. On Instagram, 
And so she was paying a service. It sent me a direct DM. Next thing you know, I meet my wife on Instagram. Um, we start to talk. I have an office. I have six, seven people in the office, traditional office, traditional business setting. Um, then I'm like, okay, like I meet my VP. We had a VP for a number of years, Dan Gandy. He's our co-host for our podcast. And now he's doing his own real estate stuff and he's crushing it. So he comes in and we go 100% virtual. This is eight months before COVID hits. We go virtual. Then I yeah. carve out a little section. If you go to the beginning of our podcast, real estate versus technology, you could see this studio set up. And uh, I carve out a section in the garage. It's a two-car garage, washer and dryer, little gym set up, and also mm. the office set up. This is underground because it's a three-level townhome. So I'm now in that location, and I'm doing my thing in there. So um, start the podcast, close the office. Eight months later, boom, COVID hits. What's the odds? I started a podcast. We're already building the like a trust, already closed down the office. COVID hits. And then what we did was is we did a series of webinars and events on how to navigate the lockdown. So my thing is, and my my suggestion to anyone that's listening, is that any big company or any guru that you hear talking about big companies, whether it's uh, like uh, Amazon or it's Tesla or it's Apple, a lot of these yeah. bigger companies start out of recessions and start out of the most hardest either economic times, hardest times for themselves, and 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 without pressure, there's no diamonds. And so now I'm like, hey, you know, how do we not navigate the lockdown? How do we go deeper with our clients? How do we how do we potentially like see what we could do to serve and support them and go deeper? Now what I will say is is that navigating that time actually was was not as bad as where I'm thinking about how we're navigating this time. During COVID, yeah. it was it was deliberate, it was fast, it was quick, it was this is what it is. So you had to pivot fast, right? It's almost like you have like 30 days to live, what are you going to do, right? And so Correct. you have to pivot quick. Now, in the, now, where we're at in 2023, right, in September, is now we're dealing with high interest rates and low inventory in the real estate industry specifically. And so now it's kind of like this creep effect. It's like, it's like, okay, I'm, we're seeing some downgrades. We're seeing a couple cancellations. We're seeing less demos. What's going on? And so now it's like, okay, like we need to think about pivoting and then pushing the gas pedal even down further to add additional value, which we're doing some things behind the scenes with some courses and some other things that we're working on. But uh, for anyone who's listening, definitely think about what it is that you're doing mm-hmm. to really pivot and um, and utilize some of the most challenging times as fuel instead of leveraging that or looking at that in a negative and Correct. letting that get down on your ego and your psychic, and then you're just like, okay, like giving up. You can't give up. Got to keep moving forward, especially during hard economical times. Awesome, awesome. You are totally right. Especially, I guess you already answered um, one of my question here. Let's just proceed on this one. Now, any um, specific tools that you have been particularly using? It's fully effective in growing your business. Can you share that one or something? Yeah, definitely. So uh, tools, I think that the biggest tool that I've used that I absolutely love, and I used it through navigating uh, the, the lockdown, and I'm using it for um, connecting with individuals and adding additional value, is that you know when you connect with someone, someone wants to connect with you from the perspective of you being a human mm-hmm. being. Right? So hence yes. how and why we're having this conversation right now. And so I like Loom.com. 
Loom.com is a great way for me able to film videos and for me able to share my screen or myself and be able to go deeper and be able to connect with someone. I love Loom.com. I think it's great. Um, Of course, our smartphone. I don't care if you have an iPhone. I don't care if you have an Android. All right. Google, Apple, whatever. Get on your phone and get on video. And I can't tell you how many times I have not written a message for Instagram. Let's use Instagram, right, for outreach. Not reading in a message, uh, not voice a message, picking up my phone and doing a video message and giving that person my all and being able to first analyze, look at what they're currently doing, right? Connect yeah. with them on a deeper level. They like cars, they like, they like animals, they like food, they like whatever. And then filming this video. And then what I like to do is film the video, send it to them with a direct message and then invite them on the podcast and then invite them onto an IG live because the mm-hmm. most valuable thing you could do is, is be able to have one-on-one connection. So if they're on the podcast, now I'm adding validity and there's a book called the seven triggers to yes. It states if you do something for someone else, they're going to be more inclined to do something back for you. So I get them on the podcast. I ask them about their business. I, I get the warm and fuzzies. We connect on a deeper level. Then I, I follow back up again. We get them on an IG live. The IG live is going to be close to when the podcast goes live because I want to maximize the algorithm on the Instagram page. And then we go on the live and then I get to cross promote from their network of agents and our network, right? And then if they're already a client of ours, we get a testimonial even better, right? And then between the podcast and the IG live, I can then ask them questions specifically around the idea of their website or around the idea of YouTube or possibly marketing and prospecting that are going to be in line with our service offering. So that way we can be able to go deeper. We can be able to build a know, like, and trust, and we can be able to feel like we are more friends. And then go down that road of asking for the business than anything else. Because I will say the one thing that has been one of the hardest things in our specific business, and they say niche down, the riches are the niches, but mm-hmm. holy Toledo's, the riches are the niches. But when you're in the real estate industry and you have real estate agents that are licensed agents, but also offer services to their agents, and then you have title companies that offer already services to their agents, and you read the book, I have it right now, I'm looking at the $100 million leads from Alex Mosey. He had that big event that just came out. And I'm looking at all his brack tasks and techniques and all the things that he's saying. And I'm like, dude, I almost want to meet freaking this guy and say, dude, I want you to check out this puzzle freaking piece because this is not easy putting together this puzzle serving an industry that if you're not a licensed real estate professional, which is already a top performing real estate professional, then it's hard because then guess what? Agents listen to agents. So now they're listening to me who's not a licensed agent. I'm just an investor. And so that gives a different light on the situation. So you have to be able to leverage referral partnership programs and leverage other people's success stories that are in the business that use your services in order to be able to earn someone's know, like, and trust and potential business. Awesome. That's right. That's right, Norman. And lastly, like most of my question, you already answered it. Now, um, do you have any can you speak for any like uh, metrics or KPIs you use to measure success of your business or the company? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. So KPI success of the business is uh, debt to income ratio. I think that if you look at your P&L, that's going to explain a lot. So first and foremost, like, are you paying yourself a salary? That's the first thing. Okay. The second thing is, is are you hiring to scale yourself out of the positions within your organization that you do not want to do anymore? So do the things that you want to do. Write that down and the stuff that you don't want to do. So you're going to write do's and don'ts. I do like, I don't like. 
And then you put SOP, standard operating procedure on the stuff you don't like, KPIs, film loom videos, put together Google Drive documents and line out all the things that you have for expectations and then hire against that. And if you can hire someone and set a part of your budget aside, then you're winning. Because at the end of the day, we're looking at it like, hey, am I paying myself? Is my partner paying himself? Are we paying the team? And how much debt to income ratio are we leveraging? Because you see a lot of big companies, and I'll just put a name out there, you have Luxury Presence. Luxury Presence is one of our competitors. People compare us to Luxury Presence. Now, if you look at Luxury Presence, you look at their CEO, they have $9 million worth of VC funding and debt on the books. And then they have a larger team and they're doing a larger outreach, but then there's more pressure. And without pressure, there's no diamonds. I get it. But at the end of the day, anyone who's watching or listening to this, be careful about how much debt you leverage. Because if you leverage too much debt, that could put you into a situation where then you're going to find yourself being under maybe pressure that you don't want to be under, especially if you want to be able to pivot. Because that's another thing as well. So being able to pivot and not have to be stuck in one lane is also something to take consideration for a lot of people. So I measure our matrix, which is, are we growing month in and month out as far as additional clients? Is our retention high? Are we seeing more um, reoccurring revenue coming in? And are we leveraging debt less and less and less? And that's our goal is 100% stop leveraging any debt, pay off the debts that we have, be 100% self-sufficient, and let our clients pay for our team, our staff, our ads, and so on and so forth. And um, do you have or can you share with us any partnership and collaborations you've formed to help grow your company or the business? Yeah, Norman. most definitely. So we work with uh, Levi Lassick living in Dallas, Texas. They're amazing. They have passive prospecting and we're in their course and they are a huge referral partner uh, with us. We partner with our 150 plus agents all across the country, which we have a referral partnership program where they get uh, 10, 15 or 10, 20 or 30% off their monthly costs. Plus we give 10% off whoever signs up with us. Uh, we also have um, so like all their websites are working for us. We also have, um, you know, social media. We also have other relationships with say, um, Adam Hancock that we're building, who's one of our clients who's going to be doing more with agent traction. We have also relationship and automate our inbound. Awesome. And now, um, last two or last question, um, related with your company. Do you, can you give us any advice to the listeners or other businesses owners? Yeah. Looking to succeed in your industry. Most definitely. If you're going to create a digital agency, uh, I would highly recommend. And what I did is, is focus on one specific industry. I focused on real estate, as we've been talking about. And you know, the first yeah. thing that I did, because I had no money, is I went in and I donated my time. If you don't have money, donate your time. Go to open house events, take pictures, take videos of the agent listings, post it for free. Build that know, like, and trust. Go to brokers tours. Find out the who the association is and, and really specifically go to where the agents go as far as events, networking, open house events. So you can be able to get in with them, talk with them, build relationships with them and understand specifically what they're going through. So whether it's real estate or you want to service, um, dentist offices or, or attorneys, whatever the niche is. Speak the language, understand what they're going through, and be a vessel and someone that can say, I see all the things, and come mm-hmm. up with a comprehensive solution based off of you being able to listen with two ears, speak mm-hmm. with one mouth, 
and come up with a comprehensive solution that's actually going to serve an industry that isn't just because you want to make money or you just want to, you want to, you know, I don't know, have a yacht or have a nice car or whatever else. Do it because you care and you want to serve and you want to support the industry as a whole and, and do it because of that. And then if you go deeper, you serve that industry and you really put your, your feet into their shoes, then they'll feel like you really care and you'll be able to go so much further with that process. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that one, Norman. And now if anybody wanted to connect or anyone thinking about working with you or partnering with you guys, where's the place that they can go or what's the best way to do that? Yeah, definitely. I think Instagram, if you just do at real NLK3 NLKIII, check me on Instagram, send me a direct message. I challenge you to send me a video message. Yeah. If you want to work with us, why you want to work with us and the talents and what you have, uh, we are scaling up our sales and marketing division. So we will be looking for closers and setters and doing more with that department. So that's definitely something that we're looking for. Um, so we're always open to having those con- type of conversations. Uh, if you're a licensed real estate professional and you want a strategy session with us, hey, take advantage of a free strategy session, no problem. And of course, we have other free resources as well, like our podcasts and free resources under liftoffasian.com under resources. So Free stuff first, dive into that before you reach out to any strategy session and uh, send me that direct message with that video if uh, if you're someone listening that wants to potentially, you know, work with us. Awesome. Thank you so much for that one, Norman. So now another pour of liquid gold that we have acquired today from our guest, and it's really our pleasure to having you on the show, Norman. Thank you. Thank you as well. And guys, if you made this far, thank you so much for sticking with us. If you got any value from today's episode, we would love to get a rating or a view where you get a podcast. And if there's any someone in midst of growing their business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today and go out, implement it, execute, and let us know how it goes. We want to hear about your wins. And above all, thanks for being with us today. We appreciate it and look to see you on the next one. Cheers. <laughs>